Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Career Talks. Today we're going to be talking with an alumni about working in a startup and the benefits of choosing maybe the startup life as your first job. I hope you all enjoy the second episode of Spring Quarter. Now welcoming Tiffany Nakamitsu. Hi. Hi, CJ. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here. It's really nice getting connected with you. Um, you responded to our kind of alumni forums for interested people. Yeah, I got the email and I got excited. Um, I'm always happy to give um, back to the UW and especially to students. Yeah. And you were a student not too long ago, right? When did you graduate? Yeah, I graduated in 2019, June 2019, I believe. <laughs> so I'm sure you have some, some memories. Hopefully they're not traumatic about your job search, right? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I had such a blast four years being at UW. Um, and I went to every single football game my senior year. So I was definitely... Um, doing, <laughs> working hard to live it up while I was there. But um, yeah, I actually live right across from UW now. So I actually see the UW Tower and I see Odegaard and I see, you know, the dorms from where I live now at my home office. Wow, that must be nice. I like that neighborhood. <laughs> Thank you. Is that the new district? Um, I live in East Lake, So just oh. off of uh, University Bridge on the Capitol Hill side. That must be beautiful. <laughs> it really is. I get to see the boat, so I'm really thankful for the view. It opens up my studio apartment a lot to have a view. Well, um, one of the first things that I wanna ask you, and I know it's a little bit of a broad question, but could you give us a little bit of an introduction of who you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was born in the US in Kirkland, Washington, and I moved to Japan when I was about eight or nine years old at the end of second grade. And I spent uh, seven or eight years in Japan, went to a local school for elementary, middle school and high school. And then I moved back here and went to UW, Seattle. And um, I, Started off UW with computer science program, um, but then I transferred to the econ program. And then I transferred to international studies after that. And um, after graduating with the international studies degree, um, I ended up working at a tech startup called Seekout as their number. I think it's around employee number 10 to alumni. Uh, employee number 15, somewhere in between that, as their marketer. And it's been two years, almost two years since graduating from UW and working at Seekout. Um, and now I lead the mar events marketing program at Seekout. Um, and yeah, that's 
where I am right now. And I was literally working for Seek Out like 10 minutes before this meeting started. So (laughs) we're happy that you're here with us. Um, So one of the things, I mean, there are a couple of questions from there. What a, I guess the question that I want to ask is what was the kind of process? What what was it like re-entering the United States? Did you come back to the United States and immediately go to UW or were you here for a little bit before starting your time at UW? Yeah, so I actually um, had senior year of high school in the US, which is such a great <laughs> timing, you know, to, to um, be integrated in the school system. So I remember like, um, actually it was junior year and senior year that I had to do all the Washington graduation requirements. So I, I remember literally taking three history classes in a year because I had to meet the graduation requirements for high school. Um, and so, yeah, it was definitely a tricky time to transition when like all the American, you know, um, students had their own friend groups by now in high school by then. And um, being, because making friends and things like that was definitely tricky. Um, So that's why I love, love, loved UW, starting new at this amazing university. And I have lifelong friends from UW. And so, yeah. (laughs) And, and so one of the, the, one of the questions I have, what do you, what do you think is the biggest cultural change between your time spent in Japan to your time in UW? Yeah, I think there are a lot of things and especially Japan has a very special like societal um, culture where you anyone older than you, you use honorifics and you use your utmost respect um, in your languages and things like that. And so, um, for example, like in the workforce, like I used to sign off all my emails with yours like respectfully or all my respect Tiffany Nakamitsu I used to sign off my emails with like um all the most respect that I could (laughs) I could say and um my CEO at the startup I remember gave me a critique and said hey Tiffany like this is America you know um you don't have to sign off with your um all your all my respect or um in that manner like especially in the startup scene, you, you're on the same um, eye level as your CEO or your executives, which is, which I'm really thankful to be in um, an environment like that. But also at UW, I felt that way. Like you can reach out to your professors, to your TAs. um, And, you know, I feel like in Japan, you definitely had a little bit more of a barrier to reach out to people who are older than you and who are, um, have, have more experience and credentials. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so many, so many good things that you're sharing. So many questions I have from there. Um, <laughs> to, to kind of get back to um, one of the other things that you shared in your intro. So you kind of switched a couple majors. Did yeah. you find that any, and I'm sure, and correct me if, if this is a wrong assumption, but I'm sure you took some coursework within all of those majors. So did you find yeah. Um, like any skills that you carried over between all three? Yeah, definitely. 
I think the um, so the reason why I loved international studies and I wanted to graduate with a degree in it was because I love learning about different countries. And when I was taking 300 level econ courses, I realized that my favorite part about econ was learning about the economics of different countries and learning about um, the, the, the macroeconomics of um, Asia or Europe. And less so of the of the high level um, calculus calcul calculations. Um, and I realized that that was where my passion was um, studying um, academic wise. And so that's how I transitioned to my ultimate major of international studies. Um, but throughout the, the major changes, what stuck with me was my curiosity of learning about what is outside of the US. Yeah, so cool. So um, kind of branching back to like the UW question. Um, so I know you mentioned that you went to every single football game um, <laughs> and you did bring up the point that starting new at UW was a really great way to make friend, lifelong friends. Yeah. How did you go about kind of making that sense of community for yourself? Yeah, so I joined JSA, which is Japan Student Association. Um, and I was the outreach officer in my senior year. And that was a great way to meet other students who had the same interests as me. Um, and, you know, I remember being super busy with JSA um, and I made friends that way. I also made friends through classes. I remember I was also the um, alumni cold call. I worked at the UW Center and uh, doing outbound calling for uh, fundraising. And I remember making friends with my pod mates who are also doing the same job as me. So I think, you know, putting yourself out there and um, doing things outside of academics. And I know it's tricky with COVID right now, but you know, it, I think 2021 will be a great year and things will start opening up. So, you know, any opportunity students have to take on a job or um, join an RSO or um, doing something outside of, even you can make friends in class as well. <laughs> so um, I think there's a lot of openings for that at UW, which I loved. Yeah, and, and you kind of mentioned a lot of what you're describing kind of sounds a little bit like networking. And so um, it sounds like you had a lot of good, even if it was that like informal, um, mainly just to like make those friends networking that we talk about. Um, were there any connections that you made during your time at UW that gave you some really great advice um, that helped you move forward somewhere? Yeah, so I actually um, got an interview with Seek Out because I was volunteering on campus at this classical Japanese um, literature group called Weshinkai. They're part of the Asian languages department, um, but um, I was volunteering there and this lady that I volunteered with said, hey, you should talk to some of my connections when you graduate. And that led to some interviews and 
I ultimately interviewed um, that lady's wife, oh, not wife, sorry, husband, uh, her husband, who was the CEO of Seekout. And so um, I think um, another advice I give to students is to um, make an effort to build relationships outside of your per your uh, immediate friend group or UW students even, um, because for career-related networking, I feel like um, the people that have the decision-making power to get you an interview or um, refer you would be people who are maybe a couple years into the work world or maybe even like decades and retirees um, and you know the people who have the decision making power are most likely not your immediate friend group who you go to football games with so um you know volunteering for me opened up a path like that through that relationship um so yeah that's such, that's such a great piece of advice right there um so it sounds like you've done i mean i i wish i could have done some of those things that you've done it sounds like you've really been able to enjoy a lot of your time at UW and look back really fondly. And so one of the things I'm wondering is if yeah. you could go back and do it all again, is there anything that you do differently? Any opportunity that maybe you would take more advantage of or change? Yeah, you know, I, there are so many great classes at UW and so many um, like, programs too like i didn't even know that you guys have a yoga certification course over the summer until after i graduated and i thought darn like that could have been really cool um but that's just an example but there are so many cool courses and i wish i um took courses that were more of my alley and not i remember i was just trying to get credit sometimes and i would just book something that was available and I remember booking classes was competitive, so I just booked something um, that was available when I woke up in the morning <laughs> to book the classes. And, yeah. you know, looking back, um, I wish I um, did more research and uh, took some really cool classes and programs. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a really good point for me, especially, you know, that we get, I think we get like one free class a quarter or something as staff members. I've not, not used it. So, I mean, you should definitely use that. I know I need to figure out maybe dance classes. That would be fun. Oh my God. I took African dance. I took a ballet. Ooh. So much fun. Um, when things open up, especially, I highly recommend African dance. That was super, super okay. nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to, I'll push myself to actually use those, use those things. Nice. Um, so, but, well, so now I, I, I'm wanting to ask a little bit more about kind of your current role. Um, so if you could share a little bit with us, kind of, because it sounds like you, from what you shared, it sounded like you started as um, one role mm -hmm. and you kind of developed that role further. Is that, is that true? That is true. Okay. Yeah. What was your first role? I was an intern and <laughs> I used to do data entry, um, but that was a very short period. Um, as I said, the startup was fairly still small when I joined. Um, and 
it has been growing very, very rapidly. And now we have over 50 employees and we've doubled in size in one year, which is incredible for a startup. And it the growth isn't ending. It is, I'm just really thankful to be, to have been hired as an intern. And back then I didn't really understand what I was getting myself into. And um, I graduated in social science. And so a part of me was thinking, is this the right thing to do, be in tech, you know, but um, ultimately I love my job and we are on the track of being the next Airbnb. And we recently got $65 million in series B funding, which is outrageously amazing. So um, yeah, you know, if I could tell my, if I could look back at myself years ago, um, it's been, it's been such a wonderful journey of growth and evolving with the company. Cool. I, I, I personally love startups. I think they're really interesting. I think they're always really cool. One of the things that, that I'm hoping to hear from you too is, you know, a lot of our students and a lot of people, I guess, if we take it out from that, are really enticed by these big names. So Amazon, yeah. Microsoft, yeah. what would you say to those people that may, may want that name recognition? And yeah, what, what would you share about kind of, you know, startups are great. Check them out also. Yeah, startups are amazing for learning about how a company is run. Um, and so I get to see what sales team does. I get to see what customer success team does. I get to see what the finance team does. I get to see what, what HR does. Um, and every single day I am connected with all departments at Seekout. So it's not just marketing. Um, and we're a small and mighty team. So I get to interact and collaborate with every single department at Seekout um, to hit our goals and to achieve success. So if you're at a big name company, it might be more likely that you're with your department most of the time. Um, and on top of that, um, for people who, would, who are thinking of starting their own company someday, being at a startup is a great way to learn how a company begins and how it is run and um, how it starts. And I'm really thankful to be at Seekout. Um, that is, you know, that is growing super rapidly so that one day when I want to start my own company, I can reference Seekout and say, hey, like at this time we had this many employees and the marketing team looked like this and the sales team looked like this. And I can reference um, Seekout's footsteps to, um, for when I want to start my own company as well. And also like um, promotions are much more like when you're at a, a startup, you like a big part of your work is solving problems that are, that are new. Um, and so when you keep solving problems, I think that ultimately leads to, leads to a higher role without you um, really you know, like if you're at Microsoft or Amazon, you know, getting a promotion might take years and decades. But when you're at a startup, you know, this team is small. So um, there's a lot that you can do to be the very first leader of what you're doing. Yeah, and I, I imagine it's easier to see you working hard. 
<laughs> yeah, I love seeing my work shown um, and I can see my work, um, hard work pay off in what we do. Whereas when you're working at a bigger company, I'm sure that's more difficult. Yeah, and, and you even mentioned, I think you mentioned that you have direct content contact with, is it the CEO or CFO? Is that what? Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I talk to my CEO almost daily. We have our one-on-ones and the head of product um, also talk to him almost every day for regarding one thing or another. Um, and yeah, I'm just really thankful for the humble leadership that we have. Although they have amazing credentials, like our CEO used to be a professor at Stanford teaching CS and he used to report directly to Bill Gates. Wow. So um, they're definitely have their credentials, but they are very humble and very, very great leadership. So I'm really thankful for that. Cool. And so this may feel a little funny to be asking this at this point after we've talked a little bit about Seek Out, but could you share with maybe the listeners, I've done a little bit of digging, but I'd love to hear from you. Um, what exactly is Seek Out and what is, what is the goal? <laughs> yeah, so we, our tagline is the AI powered talent search engine. Um, and basically we are a software that recruiters and sourcers use to find top talents. Um, and so our database has around 600 million public profiles and recruiters and sourcers use us to recruit um, and hire talents. Um, and so our main feature of the product is this robust search engine um, so recruiters can go in and use their, what they call Boolean strings and use their techniques to uh, recruit talent. And we're big on diversity and we were actually voted number one for diversity recruiting software last year. And so we also have capabilities in our product that helps mitigate bias during hiring processes, um, which is super important for having a diverse leadership base or having more uh, black female candidates in your in the um, what they call um, talent pool. So um, yeah, Seek Out is a recruiting and sourcing tool. Cool. I, I mean, I've, I've been looking at the website and really digging. It looks really cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we actually, we used to be seekout.io and then recently we transitioned to .com. And this was a big thing for us. And <laughs> we had a little celebration and um, to transition to .com um, kind of signified like the maturity level of the company. And it, it has been a, a great time to celebrate the dot com. <laughs> you know, it's funny, I think. So we have, we post weekly blog posts in our um, interest communities for industries. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've shared out some resources from seekout.io. Yeah. So I'll have to look, I'll have to look for that. But yeah, so I, I 
have brushed up against Seek Out before. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I know Amazon uses us, Microsoft uses us, but also like healthcare, um, professionals use us. We're used by all industries. So um, yeah, and universities too. So um, so I think and this this may be uh, like a higher question anyways, but I know that a lot of your work has to do with recruiting. And one of the one of the big things that I, I'm really happy with is that diversity recruiting yeah. has been something you've, you've been successful in pushing more of. Um, how have you seen, or I guess if you could speak a little bit as to why that's necessary in recruiting and, and why Seekout is such a powerful tool to help make diverse candidate pools. Yeah, so I think it's, you know, diversity in the diversity in the workforce starts with recruiting. Um, if you don't hire, you know, diverse people, then your workforce will not have that diversity, that diverse of, um, of employees as you wish. So then we look at, okay, so recruiting diverse candidates is important. Um, and specifically how Seekout does that is that we have, um, actually we have a couple things that we do. One of the things is that we have this thing called blind, blind hiring mode. Um, and so when the, when the recruiter uses our product and logs into the software, they have an option of turning all the candidates faces. So the profiles in the cats or whatever picture you would like to replace. Um, so, so all the candidates that you see and seek out are replaced with cats, cat photos. So then you don't see, you know, you're not actually, actually um, looking at the pictures of the people. And so that way you can mitigate bias that way. Um, another thing that we do is we have robust search filters. So you can, um, you can make your own power filters in Seekout so that you can say, hey, um, I would like some, someone who is a minority who has been in the industry for 20 years. Um, let's say they um, are LGBTQ um, and you, know, you can use Seekout's power filters to create um, an easy search engine to recruit diverse candidates. Sounds great. Um, and so, and I know this, there's so many good questions, so many great things that you're sharing too. Um, on the student side of things, so this, I think to me, this sounds like an amazing tool for employers that they really should be using this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for students on the student side of things, if I know a lot of times our students hear AI is what kind of connects them to the certain employment um, and they may have some weird feelings about that, but is there anything that you could speak to like students going through this process that AI does exist and how can they make it so they show up in these AI platforms? Yeah, so I know that a lot of companies, especially the big named ones have like an AI system in the recruiting process where they extract certain keywords and maybe weed out people through, through the through that software. Um, and I would first off say like, 
um, going back to your question earlier about like, you know, uh, big enterprises versus smaller companies, but a part of me, I think a good question is like, do you want to work at a big name company um, that uses um, these kind of recruiting systems with using AI and keywords? Um, I think is a good question to, to ask because I remember when I was filling out uh, resumes and applying to companies, I remember feeling a little turned off by by these by the AI and the keyword searches. But um, and but if you know this is the, your dream company and you really want to do it, then I think you can definitely do research of the company and then figure out what keywords you need and then add that to your resume. I think it's um, I think that is the the uh, actionable way to. Um, get seen by these big companies for sure. And I, I think that's a really great point. And I, I, again, I think so many people don't even think to start looking at startups. And, and I think you bring up a really good point of, it, it does feel a little weird. It feels a little icky that these, these big companies are using software and they're not even giving me a shot. Yeah. And, and maybe yep. I could have such a better opportunity for growth at mm -hmm startup companies. Mm -hmm. So that, I think that is a really great point. Um, kind of mm -hmm. to, to bring us a little bit back to what you studied, how do you see kind of your experiences as a student at UW or what you learned in the classroom? How do you see um, that being put into action in your current role? Yeah, I think, let me think here. <laughs> That's a big question, I know. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is a really good question. Hmm. Well, the the ability to work hard um, is so. When I was at UW, I was working at the call center. I was in JSA. I was taking my classes. I was also volunteering at Western Kai. I remember I was multitasking to the max. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of coursework related things that I learned in class that have been utilized in my day-to-day -day career now. But the biggest thing for me, I think, is that ability to multitask and to, to do all these things has helped me here at the startup where I'm also always constantly multitasking, like, you know, um, being able to juggle multiple things, wear a bunch of hats um, at the company, at the startup. Um, and I think that ability and the perseverance to work hard in college um, helped me here um, at the startup for sure. Ooh. And then this is kind of a, fun, a more fun question. Uh, not that the other ones weren't fun, but this is kind <laughs> of a more fun one. Um, where do you see yourself? Maybe five years is a little too close, but where do you see yourself in 10 years? Yeah, I would like to start my own company, own startup someday. Um, that is 
the dream um in between i've always thought about going back to school and getting my masters and that would be really cool as well but you know i i love working at seekout and the startup is doing really well and i do want to see this company um take off um and be here for that so awesome that's i i was imagining that you would based on what you said earlier that starting <laughs> your own company seemed like something that was interesting but i i definitely did still want to ask it kind of getting close to the end now um really the last one of the last questions that we like to ask our guests is um do you have any words of wisdom, even if it's just words of comfort, especially now? We've been a year in pandemic at this point. Um, is there anything that you would say to current students? Um, a lot of times people have been saying, stay healthy Huskies, but is there any words of wisdom that you would like to, to reach our students right now? You are doing amazing. You all are doing a phenomenal job. You all are incredible. Um, is my words of wisdom. And that's funny that you asked the words of wisdom because I remember I used to ask that at the end of all my cold calling at the call center uh, when I worked at the UW Tower. Um, but my answer is just that you guys are all doing really, really amazing. I think um, when you're in the moment, I know you can feel insecure or um, feel the competition out there after graduation or even in UW, like, you know, you want to get into your major and things like that. But, um, you know, ultimately it will all work out and life will work out. And I remember when I got rejected to the econ major, I remember I cried in Susalo right then and there when I saw the rejection letter on my phone and I cried underneath the crows and I thought, oh my gosh, like, my career is over. Like, I'm not going to be an economist. <laughs> like, I remember just like dropping down and like sobbing and, you know, but ultimately fast forward, you know, UW was an amazing, amazing memories with my friends. And I also studied abroad in London for a year. And, you know, like college isn't all about, you know, the, the competition and the, the hardships. And when you're in the moment, that can feel like, everything, but ultimately everything will work out and you're doing an amazing job. Well, I feel like I needed to hear that. <laughs> you're doing job. amazing, CJ. You're doing great. You're you're encouraging all these students and you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, well, I wanna thank you so much for taking the time. I loved hearing about Sika. I also loved hearing about your journey um, I'm sure when we think startups, that's not exactly the journey that we imagine, right? Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, so so thank you for spending the time, not only with me, but sharing your story for our students to hear. And um, I'm sure we're gonna have a lot more people thinking about more opportunities for themselves in the future. And not all, not all of their careers may be lost if they don't get into their first choice major. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, CJ, for having me on your wonderful show. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, we're happy to have you. And thank you so much for being so proactive and, and really finding <laughs> ways to get engaged. Yeah, um, you know, students are welcome to add me on LinkedIn or send me an email um, to look over resumes and things like, I mean, that's what you do. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever 
I, in whatever way I can be helpful. Yeah, and, and you're the working professional, so you have that insider opinion and insider insight. So your, your perspective would definitely be valuable still. Yeah, feel free to reach out to me anytime. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming. And um, we typically log off with um, the guests saying, stay healthy, Huskies. So if you want to say okay. that, um, <laughs> keep with the yeah. time. Okay. Stay healthy, Huskies. <laughs>some great insight and I hope you all do take up Tiffany's offer to connect on LinkedIn and be sure to stay tuned for some other content throughout the quarter.